Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Oh, Jake, I I, uh, I want to take this entire podcast and just complain. I'm 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 irritated. It's a lot of little nothing bullshit things, but uh, I'm good. I just I, I've saved up all my anger all week just to vent here. Well, you kind of had me at complaining, but then you, you you downsold it when you said little nothing things. I. I don't want to hear about little nothing things. Let's talk about the big stuff. Let's, let's well, they, start with big and skip the bottom half. How about that? Well, it's, it's the, the things that build up, they make it big. Well, let's start with the easy one. Um, Fair enough. I have pink eye right now. and Oh, I saw those pictures. Yeah. Listeners, he does have pink eye. He's not just lying about it for the, for the podcast. <laughs> Damn his it, his was... eye is pink as fuck. I was going to dream up a, a disease so I could complain about it. No, um, yeah, the people, uh, when I posted the picture of how red my eye is, people were posting pictures of the Terminator, which was pretty cool, because they're like, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. One eye is perfectly normal, and the other one is just fucking red. So, that's fucked up, man. You told them that you were sick, and they called you a, a former governor from California. <laughs> and who, former, who, who former just apprentice. recently... Got Quit yeah. The apprentice, yeah. Got kicked out of the Apprentice, and then and then and then shit talked by Donald Trump at a uh, prayer seminar, a national yeah. prayer seminar, which I didn't even know was a thing until he talked shit about Arnold Schwarzenegger on it. Well, I mean, when doesn't Donald Trump talk shit about someone? But so that's not the point. I don't care that I'm sick. Like people get sick, that's fine. I have this thing, and I'm take whatever. Here's why I'm pissed. So I went to urgent care, got diagnosed. They called in a prescription. I took it over to Walgreens, and uh, they sent it to Walgreens. It's not like I took my prescription and they said, "Okay, well, wait." They 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 fired it off to Walgreens. Like, okay, it's there. I took. I went over and I said, "Hey, I'm here to pick up a prescription." And they went, "Oh, you're in the system. It's going to be about 20 minutes, a half an hour." Now, the reason I'm pissed is because I said to her, "I'm like." Isn't it just a box of eye drops? Like, you don't have to count pills or mix any chemical compounds. It's literally a box that you have to just give me. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, we have to take all the... I'm like, you could literally grab the box off the count. So that's why I'm pissed. And she said, no. And so I walked away. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be mean to this person because it does no good. But why the fuck can't they just grab a box and give it to me? Or why wait I, I now i'm confused why were they saying it was going to take like half an hour or whatever exactly because i'm not because it was just in the system because i got a prescription they see my name but they have to type uh, up my name they have to say okay now he's here they have to like go through all these steps and here's the fucked up thing it's eye drops i'm not making meth out of these sure why can't it sure. be like on the on the uh, just put it it doesn't have to be over the counter put it out in the store with a huge label on it that says only use here's Visine for when you're stoned and you want to clear your eyes up. Here is medicated eye drops for for you know pink eye for you. Know, and if you can't do that, then just let me walk up. With I'm a pretty piece sure of paper. they have those on the shelves anyway. <laughs> well, not the medicated ones. It's like the shit. No, I'm telling you, I yeah. think they they have allergy relief one, and then it's well, probably the allergy. marketing department a... that just says fucking medicated on it or whatever. But they they got shit on on the uh, shelf that's probably the same thing, man. No, well, this is it's a bacterial infection, so it's it's close to oh, the yeah. same thing. But the whole point is, but either way, yeah, it's not. It's, it's, not it's like they're not it mixing pills. Nobody like, exactly. Like, nobody's making meth morphine. out of it. Yeah. And then uh, so that here's here's why I think that is right. Go is for it. Because. Um, for one thing, here's why you should not go to Walgreens for your pharmaceutical needs. 
it's because that's not where the um, uh, Doogie Hausers or Albert Einsteins of <laughs> the yeah. pharmaceutical field go. Those are where the people go who are just like, dude, I'll bet if I got a degree, if I got a degree in uh, in pharmaceuticals, I could get like a lot of fucking drugs, man. Like a lot of them. And that's <laughs> that's where they go to work. Right. And so, hey, they're back there high fucking shit up all day. All right. They they may have fucked up an order and now they got to wait on another one and it's going to be a half hour. And they don't want to tell you, like, listen, man, Kyle was high as fuck and he mixed up all the prescriptions. Right. They didn't want to say that. So they blamed it on the system. Or what is more likely is anything that, that goes through their system. They know that, OK, this isn't like the. A students like this isn't the most ideal pharmaceutical workers we have here. These are the Walgreens people. We need to make sure they're not selling it to their friends and doing meth or just getting high on it in the bathroom. Anything they put through the system, we need to check for a half an hour. I don't give a fuck what it is to make sure they're. I, I, yeah, so that's See, what I think's going on. You, you have. I, I agree with you, ninety-five percent. The where where I get angry is when it comes to we have to put everything through the system. These are fucking eye drops. Like nobody is getting addicted to this shit, and nobody's making meth out of it. Nobody's getting high off it. They're goddamn eye drops. That's what made me angry. Is there's the box. Just hand me the fucking box. But instead, I was right. Very they're polite. Just, I just eye drops until yeah. you take five hundred of those things. <laughs> And put them all through 16 pairs of shoes, right? And then you filter out the the eye drops from the medicated part. You're t- and you some chop- yeah, they fucking will find a way to turn anything the wall- into a drug. Hey, hold your headset. You just popped in and out like 10 times. I think we missed your punchline. You just went to static, so. Well, it was a good one. Sorry. That's Sorry, right. listeners. We got the gist of it, but right at the end, you went to static. But well, here, if you want to talk about uh, here, here's the next thing that's irritating me, and that and when I say irritating, it's like a million little pebbles that finally add up. Um, I was in Myrtle Beach last week and I had a great week. It was so much fun. Great comedy club, the Comedy Cabana. I had a blast. And my sister-in-law lives there, and she's a professor for a, a university there. And she, during the day... What, picked, what city is this in again? Where is this that? is Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. So she, she picked me up during the day once and said, Hey, um, we have this event going on tomorrow. Can you help me set up for it? Um, it's going to be all these high school students. So the, the, the school was closed. It was Saturday during the day. So the school, the university is shut down. Uh, we're in an empty auditorium, and I'm just carrying boxes. I'm like, yeah, I can come help you. And when I'm done carrying boxes, I sit down on the stairs. There's it's just like four stairs. You walk into the lobby, you go up four stairs, and then you go into the main auditorium. So I'm done carrying boxes. People are setting up what they need to. I've been sitting on the stairs for about 10 minutes, and there's a security guard there who's keeping an eye on everybody, and the security guard, they brought their laptop, and she is on her laptop the entire time. She's ignoring everybody, and at some point, she finally looks up and goes, oh, you can't sit on the stairs, and I look at her, and I say, why? And she goes, it's a fire hazard, 
And so I stare at her for about five seconds, and then I just get up and walk away. But it's like, you've been on your laptop the entire time. I've been sitting there for 10 minutes, and suddenly you realize, oh, this whole building is empty except for the five people setting up. Like, if there's a full auditorium of 500 people, sure, you don't want the stairs blocked. But literally, there are five people in this entire auditorium, and you're telling me, don't sit on the stairs. You can't do that fire hazard. I'm like, really? And so that's why I get up and walk away. I'm like, I just don't get why people, like if I was a security guard when I was in college, I was a security guard. And if I saw something like that, I literally would have been, eh, they're sitting on the stairs. What are you going to do? Like, maybe I was a lackadaisical security guard, but what, what do you think goes through someone's mind at, at that point? Like that they really have to do their job or that they just have so little control of their own life that they have to shit on other people because that's the only mm. power they have. I think it's uh, okay. So I think it's half the second thing, and then half. Um, why? Why were there only five people there again? Like what was? Because it was, was closed. Going? It was during the day. We were setting up for an event to take place the next day. It's. It was a Saturday during the day. The, the university. Yeah. See, that's, is like that's being the in a thing. School. Is is like when when that's going on. That's kind of when they 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 have their shittier people in, and and the thing that kind of goes through like management's mind when they're they're on the second string team is like oh well i need to prove that i can be on on fucking point when shit's actually going on so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna make sure that all the regulations are happening even though there's no reason for them to be happening no matter what they are and so i think that's that's what was going through her mind in the second half i would agree with you except for the fact like I said, she's sitting on her fucking laptop on Facebook or playing video games or who knows what. The entire time she was staring at her laptop and I was on the stairs for 10 like if it was in a if it was an attentive alert security guard where I mm-hmm. sat down on the stairs and they were standing there say hey, uh, you can't sit there. Then I wouldn't be as whatever. But since I'd been sitting there 10 minutes and they had been uh, fucking okay. and then yeah. looked up and saw saying. me and I was like yeah, yeah, it's like she came out of her video game coma or Facebook, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, saw me and said, oh, I got to enforce the rules. Like, so I agree that we're getting the second string there. We're getting the people that didn't want to be there on a Saturday or whatever. Uh, but literally, if you're going to slack on your fucking computer, then let me slack and sit on the ch- stairs because I'm doing a favor. I'm not even part of the university. I just came to help someone carry boxes because, you know, why not? Too, too often. Are, are, are there, you know, burning buildings where, you know, there was only five people in them, but uh, still four of them ended up dead. And the fire because someone was on the stairs. over the rubble and the dead body smoking the cigar going, if only people had kept that first guy off of the stairs, these other four ones would be alive. They walked down the stairs, they tripped off over him. He was able to crawl away, but they all died. Uh, probably, but yeah, you... that's, that's what, that's another thing that I've noticed with a lot of people that get management positions that tend to get stuck on those spots to where they're like, Oh, what's going on there. We're not having a show. They're just setting up at that point. Cool. Cool. Let's get, uh, uh, fetal alcohol syndrome, Susan, and to <laughs> manage that shift. I think she can handle it. You know, what they'll do is they'll, they'll, They'll just be total shit bags, which is why they're on the ship. But then every now and then they'll yell a lot just so that people see them 
in an authoritative pose, yes. yelling something about anything. Who cares what it is or why it is? But I'm being a boss right now. Now that I'm done being a boss and everything's going okay because of what I just yelled at somebody about nothing, I'm going back to Facebook later. And that's just kind of their mindset. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I hear you on that. It's just, and that's that's why I say with both of these instances, uh, I, I'm not fighting anyone. I, yeah, I don't yeah. respect their position. It's not like I need to get into it with a security guard or the poor schmuck behind the counter at Walgreens. They don't need me yelling at them or pointing out how stupid it is more than once. Like I did at Walgreens, I said, can't you just grab the box? And when they... They gave a pat answer when they just returned to, oh, you, I need to put it in this. I'm like, all right, this is not going to get anywhere. You're not a human being that can be reasoned with. So I just walk away like, all right, fine, whatever. You know, I'm not going to yell at them. Yeah. Um, I did push back. Here's the final thing that I'll complain about. I said that there was a lot of little here's – the, here's the final one. Um, uh, remember, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, I brought up Girl Scout cookies and how shitty they were, like they changed vendors. You remember my little Girl Scout rant? Yeah, yeah, Girl Scout cookies sold out, man. Yeah. They, they started buying the the cheap, shitty Monsanto ingredients. Exactly. So what I did was I contacted Girl Scouts and said, hey, I'm not being a pain in the ass here, but your cookies kind of blow. You changed something. And they said, well, it, we just license our name, so, you know, contact the baker. So, first of all, that's really <laughs> shitty management. Like, literally, I thought you were supposed to be instilling leadership was, into I these girls. I thought it was a family-owned business from... A John Girl Scout who started the whole fucking thing in 1913. And, you know what I mean? He was supposed to pass it down to his kids. Exactly. And then his fucking cokehead grandson sold the whole thing for an eight ball. Now it's all corporate, man. Now it's all corporate. Girl Scout don't mean shit anymore. Exactly. And it doesn't mean the buck stops here. It means, oh, we don't take responsibility. So I, I lightly pointed that out. I said, all right, I'll contact the baker. But just for the record, if, you're light, if your name is on this, you might want to own up to a little responsibility. Because yeah. they said customer service is very important to us. And I said, you know, I'm not, if customer service was really important, you wouldn't be pawning this off on someone else. But whatever. So I did contact the baker. And this is where I get irritated. Is I, I wrote a nice note like, hey, uh, I, took a picture, I took a picture of the cookies. I said, hey, I just bought some of your cookies. Um, this is what they look like. They're gray. They're not chocolate colored. They're they're gray. They look pale. They look like they're really really old. Um, what what should also, I do? Also, there's a pubic hair in one of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! And my name is oh fuck, I can't remember her name. I was trying to do a Clarence Thomas reference. And it's uh, with gray the too. Girl Scouts, my ass. This is old woman Scout cookies. My <laughs> God, exactly. So I, I get a note back from the P. Uh, oh, and, and in my initial letter, in my initial, I said, here's a picture of the cookies. Here's the batch number. I actually went onto the box of cookies and wrote, here's the batch number so you can have this for your system. So the person writes back and says, oh, that's, this is what happened. Yeah, we, we, we understand. We're sorry. Uh, could you send me the batch number? So I responded and said, okay, yeah, I, here's the batch number again. Uh, it's the one I sent in. Uh, here it is. And they wrote back and said, no, no, that's not the right number. The number is supposed to begin 06. And I wrote back and said, no, I'm looking at it. Here's the number. And they wrote back and said, no, no, that's not the right number. I need you to get it from right here. So I, I'm pissed because I'm looking at it like I just sent you the number four times. So I took a picture of the box and said, here's the number. Here's a picture of your box. And then they wrote back and go, oh, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. And I'm like... I get that customer service, you probably deal with the stupidest of stupid people, 
but don't make me give you a fucking number four times. They're like, no, you need to look at the flap of the box. I'm like, this is where I'm getting the fucking number. You think I'm <laughs> retarded? How fucking stupid are you? And here's, here's the worst part is like, I can see both sides of it. I should have just taken a fucking picture of the box the first time and said, here's a picture of the fucking batch number so you have it, you know. But So why push back four times? No, you're reading the number wrong. It's supposed to be, no, I fucking know how to read a number, you fucking idiot. And then when I sent the picture, they said, oh, yeah, we'll send you a refund. I'm like, it's not even about a refund at this point. It's just about, and this is the ultimate first world problem. Here I am complaining about fucking Girl Scout cookies, but it's like, I just, I couldn't believe they pushed back so many times on, I'm sending the wrong, that I was sending the wrong number when I was sending the right number. And then finally they caved when I sent them a picture of their own fucking box with the number on it. So what, what, what did they end up doing in the end? They said they're going to send me a refund. They got my address, and they're going to send me six fucking dollars, which I didn't want. I, I want delicious cookies. That's what I want out of this. <laughs> but I, it's not even about the money. I want the thin cookies have, of I mean, yesteryear. Here's, here's where it gets fucking weird on there, and they don't have delicious cookies, man. Exactly. They're a company that, like, they're just exactly. there, right? Like, they've been selling cookies in Indonesia or whatever the fuck, and now, like, they just got a contract to shift that bullshit over here and put it in a little green box that says mint girl scout cookies but they don't even know how to read the words that are printed on the box they're just like fuck it we're putting it in here now and now they've got you calling them up going like this isn't the same as the shit that was baked <laughs> in wisconsin and they're like i know what the fuck i i it's not what they paid us to do. They were just like, put that horse shit in the box. So they just expect people to go with it. And I, I, I have too much time on my hands. I push back. I think I told you this in the other podcast. I'm pretty sure I did. I hope I'm not repeating myself, but like, so I bought the Girl Scout cookies through a family and they were very nice when I, I, cause I said, Hey, these cookies are awful. Uh, and they said, Oh, we'll change them out. We've been, he we've been hearing that there are problems. So they changed them out. And it's the second batch that I didn't want to go back to the nice family and be that guy is like, hey, these cookies suck too. That's why I took it to the Girl Scouts directly and to the baker because I, I wanted to leave the family alone. Um, what the family did for me is when I first got the batch of bad cookies from them, the first bad batch, they bought me like knockoff Thin Mints that I later found at Aldi. You know what Aldi is, right? Oh, yeah. Aldi was great, man. Yeah, Aldi is if you if you listeners if you don't know what Aldi is, it's spreading across the country right now. 10 years ago it was known as like a shittier version of Walmart, but they've sunk a lot of money into it. Now it's actually nice, but it's cheap as shit. It's like dirt Which cheap. Which is just food though, right? It's like food, it's, but it's it's, just, it's yeah. It's like it, it, it's generic, but with a name. So instead of just being called Dude, toilet you're paper. you're a vegetarian then too. So it's it's perfect for you. All all these is great except for the meat. Never get the meat from all these holy that, fucking shit. Well, oh, yeah. I might oh, push yeah. back on that today because, like I said, they've sunk a lot of money into it. When I say it's generic, it's like it's all European brands or unknown brands where they have their own version of Raisin Bran. And right, fair their enough. Own ver well, back so, but here's when the deal. I was there, it was, it was definitely the That's Eastern European countries yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'd never heard of that meat was coming from. A lot Absolutely. Of, a lot of Ten years ago, it sucked. That's what I'm saying. Or a lot, of, a lot of meat that used to go... <laughs> and, and, and kind of shit like that you know what i meet, mean meat that died on its own of old age not meat they slaughtered in its prime oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or got hit by a car and then found <laughs> three days later by all these that's what that's what a lot of that shit looked like exactly but, yeah I'm, I'm glad to hear they fucking up their game a little bit but as as far as the other stuff that it's like packaged and processed and you know, like 
whatever like that's not meat yeah i I would definitely go to all these for yeah you get like a can of beans for 50 cents that's a buck 50 at target but anyway so the sometimes they would pay me to take cans of food out of there it was awesome (laughs) man fucking love all these so I get the, this family that uh, that I bought the the Girl Scout cookies from, when they were exchanging out the first batch to the second batch before I knew the second batch was horrible. Also, they left um, just this generic brand of of thin mint cookie on the doorstop for me, and I had never heard of it. But I ate them, and they were delicious. Well, I go to Aldi a couple days later. I'm walking down the aisle. And there's this generic brand of thin mint cookies, and it's only a dollar thirty-seven. Like, so you buy Girl Scout cookies for three dollars because the Girl Scouts have their name on it. And you're trying to do something good by supporting the Girl Scouts. When in reality, this shit knockoff brand at Aldi is half the price and ten times the quality and taste. So I thought that was hilarious. Like, well, I, I guess I won't be buying Girl Scouts. Cookies oh yeah, I'm dude, I, I've definitely had like the, the generic shit. That is, it's kind of supposed to be like Girl Scout cookies, and it's. It's pretty solid, man. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that they're as good as Girl Scout cookies, but they're cheap as fuck, and I don't have to wait till whenever February, they March. sell those. Yeah, yeah this yeah, time man. of year. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have to like wait until someone's kid tracks me down. Like, it's it's it, it's sort of like I think that's sort of mystique about Girl Scout cookies, right? It's like, yeah, not only do they taste limited. really good. They're like diamonds. But it's, you know, but you they're like diamonds them. because it's like most other snack food. It's like you either seek out the snack food or it's like you impulse buy it. But with those things, they find you. You know what I'm saying? Like well, the yeah, Girl Scout and it's cookies, rare. They, yeah, yeah. They man, hunt it's, you down. It's yeah, like a drug deal. Rare. Hey, you got some Girl Scout and cookies. you feel like you're helping out the community somehow. Yeah, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, it's yes. like, oh, no, no, no. Hey, do you want some shit because you're high and want to get fatter? Or do you want some <laughs> shit to help my kid? You know, hey, like, that's it. yeah, like, that's it's good shit, you know? And it's like, it's not like, oh, this is just here because you're smashed and, you know, you're eating unhealthy. No, it's, it's like, hey, you're going about life the way you should be. But my kid is trying to sell some stuff that you think is delicious. Would you like some? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. And it helps a good cause. Did, now, you said something. I don't know if we talked about this last year. We had to have. We had to have talked about this last year. Um, maybe two years ago. I don't remember. But when uh, Colorado legalized weed, um, there was a story that made national news. This thing went viral. There was a girl who set up her Girl Scout table right outside a pot dispensary, and, like, she sold so many. I don't know if she set a world record, but, like, That's she awesome. sold out immediately. She just she went to a pot dispensary, set up her table right outside, and people would walk out with weed and be like, Girl Scout cookies, fuck yeah, and just <laughs> bought tons of them. That is such a good fucking idea that I bet they all do it now, but she got all the news because she was first. Do, she was do you the think one that, the other Girl Scouts view her as like baseball players that didn't take steroids when Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire were like cranking them out of the park. <laughs> well, work smarter, not harder is what they have to look at. Is work, work smarter, man. not harder. All right. So I feel a lot better. I got all my bitching out of my system. Uh, Jake, what do you, what's going on in your world these days? I'm, I, I have eaten up a big chunk of the podcast with my complaining, but I have enjoyed your take on every one of my complaints. What do you got going on? Um, switching jobs here, man, which is good. Uh, the, the current job's been eating up a lot of time. I 
And you were uh, never happy there. By the way, the current shop, renting cars, I just rented my car for Vegas. Um, Jake tried to get me a friendship price, and it came up at $282. I just did it on Priceline, got 165 So <laughs> They don't like my friends, man. No. <laughs> That's all right. Maybe, you know, honestly, if they have met most of my friends, the, the price is accurate. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I keep back company. Where are you going from rental cars, my friend? Uh, slinging caviar. I, no, it wasn't caviar. It was truffles. Forget it. I just heard an interesting podcast. Oh, they got truffles there, too. On people that, uh, mostly that, that, sell, that sell truffles. Uh, what, what, t- t- walk me through this. I am very curious. I am gonna interested. going to sell caviar, man. Um, I, I, I'm going to be a... Uh... Distributor? No, no, no. It's not that sexy. I'm, I'm going to make a uh, cheap hourly wage to sell caviar at a register. But it's in a nice little French restaurant in Midtown. Um, and, you know, the, the hours are good. Nice, How did easy. you land this gig? Because um, when I, when I, I, from listeners that listen friends, to you, you know? okay, but uh, yeah, just anyone that knows you, anybody that listens to you, Caviar, nice French uh, restaurant, caviar clerk, doesn't really, you don't automatically think, Jake Vevra. No, 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 but um, luckily, worked out that way anyway. Well, fair enough. You just, so, do you have to know anything about the caviar? Are you going to take tests, like, so you can recommend the beluga from the Dead Sea, or, you know, the Russian beluga caviar, or, as opposed to farmed, do you, do you have to know anything, or do people walk in and just know what they want? It's 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 more the second thing, man. I mean, like I, I, I was looking at the the menus of this stuff and it's like honestly, like the cheapest one, which is small. I I'm gonna say maybe a tenth of the size of a can of tuna. Uh, like our cheapest one that's sold in there is sixty bucks. Wow. That's for a tenth of a you wanna know what the most expensive one, which is maybe and it's it's it they, they get more expensive. there's a bunch of different kinds. The most expensive one on that menu, which is actually a little bit of a special order, but it's maybe five times the size of a can of tuna, and it's the most expensive one, was like $12,000, man. Jesus, fuck, dude. Who goes in and buys a $12,000? Well, I suppose, yeah, when you're a multimillionaire and you want to impress friends, that's the whole point. I don't yeah, know I exactly who spends that kind of money on fish eggs. But I would just say that anything bad you've ever said about Trump on the podcast, you can go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm just saying, not throwing that out there. Not not trying to flip-flop too much. But, uh, yeah, also, um, may may his sixth child be a masculine child. You know what I'm saying? I I, I wish him the best. I wish him the best. And you should totally come to our, our caviar boutique. For your twelve thousand uh, dollar can of fish eggs, fuck! How many hours are you going to be putting in? What What do you transition? Like um, you said, you're like always there. Apologies. Uh, so, are you all done at rentals? Or are you going to finish out? Did you put in a notice, or are you just give mm, them a twin middle fingers I, and tell them to fuck off? Well, I, I, I'm going to feel bad about the just twin middle fingers, but it's kind of the way it's got to go, man. Just because of the way they're like, if, if you put in your two week notice, the way their company policy goes, it's like. They send you to just kind of work in the admin office, which is basically impossible for me to commute to. Um, reason is, is they don't 
really i they say it's like because of customer service they're they're really up their ass about customer service which which is true they they do as a company they're they're obsessed with customer service but more importantly they don't want you fucking with the inventory you know what i'm saying like all of the inventory is cars yeah, right <laughs> it's like so what you would you do, do start away, giving it away for free or something or, i mean are they just worried about people that are them gonna, or damaging oh, them yeah, like yeah, dude yeah. it's not just fucking nissan versus i mean they have uh, there's like Cadillacs and shit, you know. Jesus. Like there's there's Mercedes. I mean, like there's there's some re- like shit where I'm like, you do you actually people, have these as rentals? Like what the fuck? Yeah, do people just rent those to impress? Like, oh, I'm going to a dinner party in the Hamptons, so I better rent a Mercedes so that I look good mm, when I pull up. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's a little bit that, but then it's mostly um, like because now they got me in the airport spot. It's yeah, it's, I remember um, that. It's some of it is just corporate rentals where it's like you're you're in such a high spot that we're flying you business class and we're paying an insane amount of money, like the most money that any place will offer for anything. We're just going to pay for you. Um, you're like our top guy. That's like part of it. And then part of it is like the company rents those out to people who are just sort of higher ups in, in their business partners. Like we, we do a lot of business with insurance companies, Geico and stuff like that. And so it's like, okay, if, if, if somebody in your company who's been there for a while, who absolutely, yeah, would not be able to spend this kind of money per day if they just rented it retail wise, we're going to give this to you for free just since we do a lot of business with you as a company. So Perks. Here, here, here you go. You're, you're mid manager guy. Who's not making great money. Gets to fucking drive around in a 2017 Cadillac, you know? All right. Fair enough. You know what that made me think of? It's oh, and of- Coke dealers. There's, there's a decent amount of those that come in. I always get I always the fuck give out it, of here. I always give it, Tip of the hat, little nod of the, you, you know what I mean? I can, I can smell them. I spot them. Are, are you fucking with me? I, I, I see what they're putting out. Uh, I, I smell what they're giving off. You know, smell what they're stepping in. That kind so of. Deal. Why are they renting that? Is it for show? They just have so much money that uh, they don't give a fuck. You know, you you will get the occasional guy who it's just like you're. You're not the CEO of anything, are you? <laughs> you, just, you live in the Bronx, and if you wave your five fingers in the air, five guys get shot. That's kind of the yeah, – every now and then you will get a guy. But, uh, no, that's 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 fairly rare that you get the vibe. But like you recognize him when you – Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, you know what you made me think of? Like I said, it's kind of out my ass or out of the blue, but – when I lived in Los Angeles, I, you know, I had an apartment and I had to go to a um, laundromat to do my laundry. And at every every time I went, every single time, there was at least one person there, just one, that would pull up in a Mercedes or a BMW or some other high-end car to do their laundry. And I would just think every time, like, you know, if you knocked that car down a few pegs and got yourself, I don't know, a fucking Ford Taurus, you might be able to afford a washer and dryer. Like, I never understood yeah. when I saw someone with such a high-end car doing their laundry at the same place I was. It never made sense to me. Like, they just 
needed that image because it's LA and they needed to be seen pulling up somewhere in a fucking high end car. Yeah, that's a- it's it's a weird thing with that. I I, I mean, because I I do drive the cars, just I I mean driving around the, the lot or whatever, and as somebody who never gave a shit about cars before, you know, I I, I literally had two cars before I, I moved out here. They were both beater cars that I ran into the ground. They were about 10 years old when I bought each one of them. One, the second one was about 20, actually. <laughs> you know, like, never gave a shit about cars. Now that they've had me driving around, like, nicer cars, I like, I have a little bit more of a palette for them. Yeah, like, and by, by nicer, I just mean newer and not fucked up like my cars <laughs> were, right? Like, most of them are just basic fucking toyotas and nissans and stuff like that but the new ones are really nice you know um but like you you know you kind of get a a little bit of a palette for it but yes the the thing the thing with high-end fucking anything there's such a you get such a depreciating value oh you buy higher seconds later yeah it's yeah well i'm saying like it's 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 such like a sliding scale like it's depreciating scale is is what i'm saying like um high-end whiskey for example you know like uh, as far as liquor goes i I can damn sure tell the difference with with whiskey i I mean if we're if we're picking a, a type like yeah you pay more for whiskey you're gonna fucking notice it however after you start paying i'm talking like at a bar um where it's marked up more than like 20 30 bucks a shot you're you're not really going to notice the difference you know it's 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 just going to get more and more because i mean there's there's, there's a shots. difference between well whiskey and top shelf but when you get to the top shelf they're all pretty much the same that's what you're right. saying i i'm saying yeah i'm saying like i i watched and granted i've never had like the crazy crazy expensive shit you know like maybe if if you buy a shot that's hundreds of dollars a shot, you instantly come in your pants. I I don't know. I've never had one like that. However, like as far as this, uh, like from what I can tell from the limited scale I've had, it's just like if you pay thirty dollars, sixty dollars for a shot, it's it's not that different from paying fifteen. Right. Not that fucking different. How? Like you go from six to fifteen. That's that's a motherfucker. Like yeah, you're gonna notice all the difference in the world. But anything after that, it's just kind of like. And at a certain point, is what I'm saying. It becomes about bragging about what you can pay for a shot. Like when I was bar back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking yeah. I, nice I, I do. I, I I watched three guys drink like four grand in cognac, like yeah. just at the bar. And it's just like with. Are you telling me that that's literally, you, you, you know, a hundred times better as just getting drunk on forty bucks, like off some decent, like it, yeah, I, I don't know, it's it, it's just ridiculous. But that being said, um, I do like caviar, man. Never had it until recently, but holy fuck, is it good? It, it's it, like if you're vegetarian, you salty? do fish eggs. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The the thing is though is it it varies a lot, man. Um, there, they, they like they had me try for the first time I had it was actually at a barbecue when I was drunk. <laughs> it was just like one can of it, and I uh, don't remember it that well. But I I just recently did a you know basically dead sober taste test of four different ones that they had at the spot that I'm at, and they were I mean 
the lower end ones just because it, it does get ridiculously high there. But even the lower end ones at spot I'm at are still fucking good. I mean, they're still really expensive, but for a reason, like they're good. But um, I, even though, yeah, the cans look the same, it's the same, you know, brand and everything. They just switch it up. Very different flavors, man. I mean, the uh, one was uh, pretty salty. The second one was more sweet. Uh, the third one was like nutty. And the fourth one basically switched a lot, man. They tend to give you like bursts of flavors. It's fucking weird. Hmm. All right. Well, if I ever visit you in New York, I will uh, look into the cheapest, smallest can possibly. Can you like if you're a vegetarian, you could you, you could do you could do fish eggs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, fish are not part of the thing. I just I just don't eat fish because I find them disgusting and lobster oh, and crab and all that barf. I got shit. a friend of mine who's a fish. He would he'd consider that shit racist. Hearing that from a vegetarian, <laughs> that's fucked that's up, man. Funny. But but it's still eggs either way. It's not like a fish. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, in closing, uh, you made me think of uh, one more thing to touch upon from last week. Um, because you're talking about the high-end cars, low-end cars, high-end caviar, low-end caviar. Remember I said I, I flew on Spirit Airlines, gray, uh, Greyhound with wings? Yeah. Oh, dude, I even – oh, my God. I forgot to tell you this. Uh, there was a random dude that came into the airport. Like, I worked at the airport location where people are getting off the planes and getting – like, this dude came in fucking irate. And he just looked at all of us behind the counter, and he was like – if any of you ever fly, never take Spirit Airlines. And this was like three, three fucking days. And I, I had never heard of Spirit Airlines before you brought it up on the podcast. But I, I was just like, oh, yeah. And and he had this – it was – it actually was a roll bag. You know, like it had the little roller thing, but you really didn't need to. It looked – it was about the size of a small backpack, like a fucking small – like you could – a kid could have worn that thing with like okay, a wait, Hello wait, wait. Kitty thing on the outside. But I do want to say this very quickly. They charge them a hundred dollars for that oh thing to be a carry on. Oh my god! Dollars. That was the smallest bucket. It didn't even have to go in the overhead. Like I could have, I could have straight up put that under my shirt and said, "How dare you? I've been gaining a lot of weight. My wife died. I'm sad." You know what I'm saying? Like it was a small fucking bag. They that, charged this man a hundred dollars for the carry on. That is exactly what I was going to bring up. That is absolutely what I was going to bring up. Um, because when I was flying home, like we spoke when I had just flown to South Carolina. And so when I flew home, like I do things by the rules. Like if you say don't bring a carry-on, I don't bring a carry-on because I know what I'm paying for. When you print up your ticket, it says right on there, no carry-on. And they don't fuck around with that. When I flew to South Carolina... I didn't hear this announcement when I was in South Carolina, South Carolina flying home. I heard them say at the gate, like, all right, this is your last chance to check any bags you might have with you. Uh, we'll be charging $35 uh, right now. If you do have any carry-ons but you did not purchase a carry-on ticket, please come up right now and pay the $35. If you do not pay right now and we start boarding the plane, we are going to charge you $100. And I just sat there Holy thinking. Holy fucking shit. So he knew what he was getting into. That's the fucked up thing. He can be pissed, but it's his fault. Like, I heard that, and I'm like, they tell you up front how they're going to fuck you. So that's what I was going to say is, holy shit, that we have the same story. I was going to say, can you believe that they do this? But then someone fell for it. Like, he thought he – but that's the whole thing. It says 
you cannot have a carry-on. That's all they sell is the seat, and then they charge you for everything everything else. So yeah, he got fucked, but it's his own fault. Yeah, he must have been he must have been on a fucking phone or something, man. Or uh, yeah, but somehow that guy was uh, completely caught off guard by that shit. I probably would have been caught off guard on the way down, but. At the same time, you are told all through purchasing, are you sure you don't have any bags, don't bring anything, are you sure, do you want to purchase right now? Like, you can't buy a ticket without seeing ten ads for making sure you, it's not like they just surprise you, but the, yeah. the, the, the $35 to $100, that to me was a surprise. But either way, wow, that's funny that we that I was going to tell you But who the fuck's that. flying without even a carry-on? Who is it like, did me? you I just, just checked my bag. the law? Do you have a fake passport? Well, that's the thing. Do you, do you just need to get on a thing and fly. Well, then come on and come here. Someone that's going away for a weekend or like me, you check your bag and you pay the, the, the check Dude, bag if fee. I'm even going away overnight, and I, I consider myself fairly minimalist. I'm having a clean underwear and some toothpaste. Well, you, you can shit, bring on dude, something like, the size of a purse. You, when it says, you know, like, you can bring on something, uh, it has to fit under the seat. If it's anything bigger than a briefcase, they say, so you can't bring a backpack on, you can't bring... It all, has right, to no, be, all right, it's fair. I, yeah, I, 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 I brought I my laptop on. You can bring on your laptop. I brought my laptop on. All right, we've been talking quite a while. I uh, need to put my uh, eye drops in. I got my eye drops this oh, morning. R- Thanks, real Walgreens. Quick. I got. I, I, I got to kind of like throw this in on behalf of like um, caviar cans everywhere. Um, there, part of the reason it's so expensive, I I did see a little bit ago a, a, a thing online with. Gordon Ramsay, where he's going to a caviar farm in Spain, and even like the farms, they they have them, but to get like a sturgeon fish or whatever, like the the kind of fish that has them to the size they need it before they extract the caviar, it takes like eighteen years or some crazy shit like that. So it's like, yeah, they have to go to an insane length to get these fucking eggs, and when they. Now, this is a stupid question, but I'm a stupid person. Can they cut the eggs out without killing the fish? Like, because I know you can extract eggs from many living creatures without killing. Oh them. no, no, no! They they totally got to kill the fish. Okay, so these things are just growing and growing and growing and growing and growing, just thinking they're living a happy life, and then 18 later, years later, bam, dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like Logan's Run, but uh, for 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 eggs. All right. Well, on that note, uh, listeners, I saw Logan the other day. Go see it. It's a fantastic fucking movie. I won't tell you anything other about it other than it is really, really good, and that's where I'm signing off. Jake, good talking to you. I'm glad you got a new job that you're excited about. Yeah, me too, man. I'm going to have more uh, free time, and uh, I think I'm going to like this job, man. Well, cool. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you like what you hear, tell your friends. If you don't like what you hear, tell your enemies, but spread our podcast around. And also, fuck Spirit Airlines and uh, the new Girl Scout cookies. There you go. Bye, everybody. Later. <laughs>